Listener Production. Well, Han, this is our remembering project. Yep, where a random day of the year is selected and we look up the run sheets from all our shows from across the years to find any we did on that day. Over 20 years, that's about 2,500 shows and roughly 26,000 talk breaks. Today, we pick one. One talk break only and try to remember what happened based on what was written down on the run sheet from that day. As always, we've got podcast Mike with us here for any technical stuff. Hello. Mike, what date was randomly chosen today? It's the 11th of November. Okay then, it's Haynes Go. Here's Mike with the sponsorship stuff before we find out what year Hayne will take us back to and see if we remember anything from that day. This is Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project. And uh, mm-hmm. coming up in a moment, there'll be a chance for you to win five Hamish Blake points. Wow. And I don't give them out very often, so no. I look forward to you doing that. As we look through the different shows we've done the 11th of November over the years, rolling through the run sheets. I had one of those moments in 2008 where you're like, you see the headline, you're like, that's pretty funny. You're like, oh, I wonder how that went. And then you read a bit more about it and you're like, oh, no, that that's right. That wasn't that funny. Because <laughs> um, we, we did a show and... We must have been talking about school excursions or school yeah, okay. holidays. And we had a girl on the show that was like, um, oh, I, got, I was on a school trip to China and I got bitten on the hand by a panda. Oh, wow. And then we were like, oh, my God. And like, you know, oh, and I got sent home from the trip. Like, oh, crazy. Then for some reason there's quite a lot of detail on the run sheet. It, it, I remember this too as I was reading it. It was like, no, then they like sued the school. and it, Oh, uh, so they called the zoo. So, no, uh, sorry, sued the zoo. No, the, the sorry. Oh, the parents. The parents school. sued the school that sent her on the school trip because it was oh. like, because remember on the show, I remember it being us like having a giggle, being like, you know, yeah, that sounds like a hilarious um, hijinks story. Yeah, but now but it's, it's like, no, I had to have several operations, and they should never <laughs> have had me. You know, they should never have let me there. And like, my which parents- is the beauty of radio, because you and I were. I very- just remember it being a big gear change when I was being like. Ah, that's crazy. And then like, well, no, no. It's serious. Yeah, no, no, of course, it's very serious. You might remember this face as well, but like often the we had three people operating the phones outside, lots of calls coming in. They're trying to get a stop, someone's story, just the headline quickly yeah. to work out to put to it. And often there'd be someone that's going great guns. Mm-hmm. And you, you often when there's something going great, you look out and the three phone operators and the producer stuff there are, are laughing and, yeah, we and, did it. and they're really... Because you got Pump. one minute to get someone's story, screen them, yeah. explain what's going to happen, put them in the queue, and yeah, write down one sentence so we can be like, "Oh, hi Kelly, you, you had a funny thing happen with a panda on your school <laughs> yeah. trip," and ever so, it was really, but it would, ha- but it would happen uh, where someone's having telling this great story, and then just drops something that completely is a gear change that is maybe offensive mm-hmm. or maybe a swear word, and to see the producers outside celebrating and the lead up to this great story and see suddenly the look of, oh, my God, I put that person to air Heads on Heads in face. hands. <laughs> I mean, we had the other – we had another one where the guy, we thought he was being hilarious mm. and then it turned out he he was on LSD. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's telling us a funny story. He was like, I was on – I was, was on fly in a Yeah, yeah, he thought he could control where the fly was going. He was telling us so we were like, this is so funny. He's like, yeah, mate, everywhere I thought the fly should go, it was going. Yeah, yeah. I was controlling it with my mind. We're like, so this is what a funny thing to say. He's like, yes, I had taken a lot of acid. Okay. Kids in cars, kids in cars, kids in cars. And our producer, Sam, when something's going really well, he'd stand up. He'd love it yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, he'd get like, 
like it was like the, the, the TAB. Yeah. To start whacking the form. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> he think like he's also going to win. And when that guy dropped the acid, he just slumped straight oh, back no. into his chair. <laughs> the, horse, the horse halfway down the home straight turned around and started yeah. running the other way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, tough one. So... In 2009, I think that on November 11, this was the episode where we, sh- we we sort of showed that we were not scared to have big names on the show. Oh, yeah, wow. You know, maybe in our early years we were probably a bit nervous to go head-to-head. But when you do a show where you've got Taylor Lautner yeah. from the Twilight franchise mm. and Pete Wentz oh, yes. in the same show, you're running with the big dogs <laughs> and you're showing the world that you can hack it. Pete Wentz, what was, who's he? We all, of Fall course, know Out him Boy? from Fallout Boy, don't we, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I think you got the alley-oop there. No, we, of course, do know him from that. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, but they're big. They're big at the time. Taylor oh, Lautner. Taylor Lautner. Um, Pete, Pete just, Wentz. Mate, that's what I'm saying. We're running with the big dogs. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's where you can win your Hamish Blake points. In 2010, again, I guess just continuing to show that we weren't scared to have the big names on the show, we had Ryan Quanton on. Oh. Who, of course, is yeah, from, from True Blood. True Blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Not the alley-oop. laughs> yeah, but to win the points. To win the points. We did like to play a game with our guests, and uh oh, right. But can I ask quickly oh, yeah. Ryan Quantin won everyone. You loved thought, True Blood though. True Blood was great. I loved it. Although it just like a lot of series just just fell off a cliff, yeah. like ran out of ideas and decided to it was in Vampire World, which is yeah. great. And then never watched it, but you're a big fan, and there was um, quite a lot of boobs. You were always saying, yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. And then try, the, try to limit your excitement, Mike. <laughs> um, but it was like the Game of Thrones ga- of its time. Yeah, yeah. and um, then it decided Mike, to Mike queuing it up. Yeah. <laughs> it decided. <laughs> can to, I can I watch Can I watch True Blood on binge? Because the thing about these type of shows, similar to Game of Thrones, mm. is it it has to be somewhat believable. I reckon. Yep. For for my head to really enjoy it, and they done it well with the vampires. Like it was, it was really believable. It was like the vampires existed in the real world, and it was like a disease, yeah. but you could control it. You can control it, and all that kind of stuff. So that you kind of, I could make that leap. But then they decided to bring in pixies, and like they they brought in all these fanciful things, fairies, pixies, everything, yeah, like, like in season three or something. Shrek two, Shrek three, and you're like, <laughs> they bring in more fairy tales. Yeah, you know? and you're like. <laughs> Oh, right. I don't know why I was so convinced there could be vampires, but I'm not buying the rest of this stuff. Yeah. So we had Ryan Quanton on and we would often go to like, oh, can we play a game? Um, Did we have him jumping off a couch or something? Was it a quantum leap? Quantum leap. (laughs) Terrible. Five. Five Hamish Blake points. But that is the level we would go to. That to me stinks of haven't thought of anything. Yeah, no. Midweek, big night. Mm. Uh-oh, we've got Ryan Quantas who must have been in the studio. He was he's in the in, studio, he's, yeah. He's a big actor. He's in live. And we made a game up referencing, I mean, Quantum Leap is a term that people use in science, but it was more like it was an early 90s yeah. sci-fi show. So hmm. ticking no boxes really, like no. hitting no hitting no favourite things for anyone. I think we, from memory we put a beanbag over one side and he was on a couch and he had to jump and see if he could get there and he did. <laughs> and we thanked Boost Juice or something and we went to the break and we went, that's enough. That's enough. That's it's enough. definitely one of those ones where we went, well, <laughs> it's done now Yeah. and what else is coming up yeah. in next? He was a lovely guy. Yeah, it's fun great guy. Yeah. What a great sport. I, didn't, I couldn't remember what the game was mm. but when I saw the headline I was like, gee, that's indicative of yep. some of the ones like Scare the Michelle Geller. Yeah. yeah. For when we had... 
Sarah Michelle Gellar on. <laughs> that was early days though, wasn't it? We yeah. were describing scary things to her. <laughs> so that's not what we've got. Okay. 2011, uh, I don't have the audio from either, but I do want to quickly touch on it because we dedicated an entire show mm. to what we termed the greatest story ever told. Oh, The Remarkables. The Remarkables, which is when you, me, our friend Hado and Dunk went to Queenstown in yep. New Zealand on a holiday. I got my camera stolen yep. by a young lady that you had met. Mm-hmm. You kissed a thief. I kissed a thief. You brought it back to where we were and staying. And I didn't like it. And she stole my camera. Stole so that gives you an amongst idea. other things. But like you can. Well, I don't think your heart counts. <laughs> no, the other things were missing at the house. Do they? Yeah. Like, you didn't you realize this? Like, Hado realized after the, the fact that um, his rings got stolen, his jewelry got stolen. Man rings. Man rings. And I went, got home, and I, my jacket was not in my bag either. And. Hilariously, God, she's she, like a reverse Santa. Yeah, she, she just walked she out just, there with a sack. It's a cold day, and she's going, I'll take the camera, I'll take this jacket, and I'll take Hato's jewelry, and I'm out of here. I'm going to start my <laughs> new life as a, a band photographer yeah. in the outdoors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we, were, you, I mean, we can't get into it here because it was the, the longest story of it. It was a whole episode. Yeah. The HA app, you could go and you can you can download that and subscribe if you want, and yep. you can track down that story as a cracker. Well, November 11, 2011, that's where you want to head. Hashtag greatest story ever told. Yeah. The Remarkables. That's what I love about New Zealand too mm. is it's such, as a country, New Zealand feels like a small town. But I remember like Queenstown especially, it is a popular place for people to go. But then on, because we were looking for this girl and I think her name was Kate. Yep. On the way back out, because um, we, we encountered many, many people in this day we were tracking. Mm. It was a, like a true crime podcast. It was a true crime podcast. And we managed to track. We tracked it. We were trying through, to track her down. Through many different avenues. As we were leaving Queenstown a few days later at the airport security, I scanned my bags and the guy goes, hey, mate, do you, uh, you ever find Kate? I was like, sorry? He goes, yeah, I, I ran into you. Uh, you guys were like he'd run into us at the pub or like in an apartment building. Yeah. Where, but now he was the security guard at the airport. Yeah. But he like everybody knows each other because it's like just one town. <laughs> And I, uh, I want to go back to 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, this appeared in the 2010 show. It's going to be a spin-off of something we did regularly. I had a fascination and a love affair with shoehorns for a while, which you I did. still do. I just think they're the, 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 in terms of a tool that can solve frustration, yep. the shoehorn is a wonderful invention because I always have a problem putting on my shoes. Mm-hmm. You can, I mean, who's, I'm not, I'm very fast on loose, so I never have time to have a shoehorn prepared. Sometimes I've used a butter knife, but it rips the back of my thumb. Yep. You know, it can be, it's very annoying putting on a, a shoe, especially a formal shoe, which I maybe only do two or three times a year. And so I had a period <laughs> where I loved people would send in shoehorns yes. of various sizes. Sometimes they're promotional, sometimes they're like hand carved. Yeah. I was sort of like that weather presenter that got pointers sent in <laughs> for a while. Like yeah. you had a, I had a collection of shoehorns. Then I would do a blitz. A shoehorn blitz. Shoehorn blitzes away, were so a, a much A lot fun. of radio shows uh, give away cash, yep. give away holidays. Yep. Our show would give away shoehorns. And uh, do we need Mike to give a nod to the sponsors yet? Give a nod to the sponsors because mm-hmm. what's coming up next isn't quite a shoehorn blitz. Okay. Well done, Mike. Thanks. Nice, Mikey. Thanks. There must have been a situation, I'm guessing, where I gave away too many. Oh. Because this is the shoehorn apology. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. You gave away. I we, might have overblitz. You gave a, you gave you said to someone that they're getting a shoehorn, mm-hmm. but we didn't have the inventory I to so. service the order. I guess so. Because <laughs> why else would I be doing an apology? The eleventh of November, two thousand and ten. 
Hi, Hamish Blake, shoehorn enthusiast here. Yesterday was a pretty crazy day as I engaged in my very first ever shoehorn blitz. Uh oh, shoehorn blitz. Oh, come on. <laughs> shoehorn blitz! Shoehorn blitz! At first, what seemed like an act of generosity with excess shoehorns quickly spiraled into madness. Yeah, Sean, you got that horn! Shoehorn yeah. in the shoe SA! I was giving away those shoehorns like candy. You got that horn! Shoehorn blitz, you've got one! They weren't candy. They're much bigger than candy, and they're actually a really useful plastic tool. Frank's... Make me horny. Oh, come Make on, me Frank, horny. Say yeah, you got, you got that horn! With the excitement that came from giving away these shoehorns, pretty soon I was giving away shoehorns I did not possess. <laughs> you got that shoehorn, shoehorn blitz cup! Before I knew it, I was actually out of horns, but my madness knew no bounds. I continued to give away shoehorn. You just called to say you love shoehorns. Yeah. Listening back to the shoehorn blitz, it doesn't even seem like it's the real me. I was a man that did not observe proper shoehorn accounting procedures. All right, turbo blitz. Rob, horn? Shoehorn! Damn, back, shoehorn. I'm out of songs. Innocent people were affected by the lack of shoehorns behind my shoehorn blitz. Good Australians, whose only crime was yearning for a simpler way to put on their shoes. Justin, you want that horn? Yes. You got that horn. Penny. I love it. Well, you got it. Shoehorn blitz. Shoehorn blitz. I gave away two more shoehorns than I actually possessed, and I have to live with that for the rest of my life. I'm trying to make amends by setting up charities like CountYourHorns.org in case anyone else is going to do a shoehorn blitz and they haven't properly counted how many shoehorns they have. But that's not enough for the victims. Don't slip your foot into a shoe. Without a shoehorn. Yeah, that's my message. Which is why I've decided today to launch a shoehornathon. 131060, call now. Let's right the wrongs of the shoehorn blitz. If you've got a shoehorn, we need that horn. Our goal is two shoehorns. Let's do it, Ando. Yeah, Shoe let's hornathon. do this thing. Shoehornathon. Let's cure yesterday's problems. 131060, do you have a shoehorn that you can give us? Oh, my God. Celebrity shoehorn donation. Eamon Sullivan, he's pledged one shoehorn. Oh, that's halfway to We're our target. Halfway We're there. halfway We're there. We're halfway everybody. there. Justin and Penny, those are the two people from yesterday's show that I over-promised <laughs> horns to during the shoehorn blitz. <laughs> Justin, you've been taking care of by Eamon Sullivan. We're looking for those phones. Keep donating. Sean, Dig deep. Sean joins us on 131060. Do you have a shoehorn to donate? Sure do, mate. Sean, with the what horn, you've done it. <laughs> I think we've done it. I think we've hit our target of two shoehorns. Shoe thank you very much, oh, Sean. We, don't, we can close the lines. Sean, thank you for saving me. Okay, just Actually, get... get... They, hang on. I don't, I don't, I don't want to dampen this hand because right. it went really well. We've righted the wrongs. A lot of people pledge your horn and then... When Take it, it comes, back up? When it come, well, when it comes around to actually donating them, you... They don't have one. Don't trust Sean. Do you know, it's like when you get all excited, you know, the red... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've got James. He's, okay, he's James, you, just one back up. James, do you have a shoehorn you can donate? i got one or two for you guys. Two or two. Would you mind sending both just in case? I, I can send multiple colours if you want to, if there's, there's some picky people. How do you have so many shoehorns, James? <laughs> I work in a shoe store. James. I'm going to need you for my next shoehorn blitz, James. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you very much, James. James. You've uh, just become my best friend. <laughs> Stay on the line. We're going to get the uh, the shoehorns that I owe off you, and maybe just a few sweeteners. <laughs> Who knows when the next shoehorn blitz might be? <laughs> James, just send two. Just send two if you could, because Eamon Sullivan. I feel the blitz coming. Eamon feel Sullivan. Another blitz. I can't trust him. <laughs> Magic um, times. Yeah. Do we ever bring out Hamish and Andy shoehorns? No. It was. It was. I bought all the merch. I bought all that. Remember, I bought all the Hamish and Andy merch from that Chinese mega store. Yes. Um, that was much later on. I think yeah. that was 2016. I reckon 16 when we yeah. came back had the rulers and the yeah. stuff like that. Slight and beveled edge, six inch slide ruler. Slight beveled edge, six inch yeah. ruler. The ties, napkins. Obviously, it started with fifty thousand napkins. That was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> a, a commemorative teaspoon. But it was probably now listening back, I'm like probably James. I remember then we just got tons of shoehorns. Yeah, it would have been from that. That all the subsequent shoehorn <laughs> blitzes were born. So, you know, can we redistribute all the wealth in society? No. Maybe not. There's obviously hurdles there. We don't need Musks. We don't need Zuckerbergs. And mm. that's that's a problem for another person. Yep. But could we redistribute shoehorns? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And we tried.